When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, realizing this shirt is absolutely covered in a stain. <gasps> I, I didn't even notice that. Okay, so right I'm just going to so leave like fine. that. Yeah. And then I'm going to take it to the dry cleaner. Because I was planning to wear this for a photo shoot on Friday. A photo shoot. Welcome to Basic Training, a podcast for people that need help. And a podcast for a friend of Che. Diaz. Stop. <laughs> to see it on television. I can't believe you would hang out with Che Diaz. I can't even fathom this. I just can't even believe it. I don't even know what to say to you right now. It was not dissimilar to this. It was just me sitting on a couch hanging out, except I was hitting a bong. I talk to you every week. <laughs> we talk about the worst people on earth and we talk about people with no social abilities and Che Diaz had to have come up. How could I have known that you were Che Diaz's friend? I'm Che Diaz's, don't talk about my friend like that. I love Che Diaz. <laughs> they have a great apartment in Hudson Yards and really nice weed that I smoked. <laughs> I can't believe it. You have to tell me everything. You have to tell <laughs> I guess I'm, I didn't realize I didn't tell you. You didn't say a word. Well, it's like, it's not like, I guess it's like, I I was, I, I play Che Diaz's friend on an episode of it just like that. I have no lines. I hit a bong. It's not like I was like going to go around to tell people like, The way you I'm hit actually, the bong was so funny too. <laughs> well, it happened really last minute. I wasn't supposed to hit the bong. Like the first few times we did this scene, I didn't hit the bong. And then they were like, wait, actually Jake do the bong. And I was like, and then like, we just were filming. And then anyway also i don't smoke monks because i'm really sensitive to weed so i only smoke joints um or vape tell me everything i'm telling you Wait. you have to tell me every single detail are they like that in real life no sarah ramirez is so nice and fun i can imagine yeah but the character i mean i think the character i think this season has proven that the i could i mean i could i have a i've on i'm frequently a guest on a different podcast where i deep dive on it just like that and i could go in hard right now but like i think that this season is showing that the show knows that Che is like not the best person in a lot of situations and that they're like a little bit socially inept, like which frankly a lot of comics are like a lot of good, like right. good comics are good on stage and awful in real life. I think they're right for making them seem so like neurotic and self-critical yes, this season. Exactly. But I don't like, I guess I can't like criticize it because you're right here. You were a part of this. How <laughs> I'm not like a writer on this show. I do like the show, but I, Here's the thing. I don't like the show. I watch it religiously every single week. Right. As I think soon that, as it comes out. Right. Because I think it's, yeah. I mean, I I think that, that a lot of people have that take. And I think if everyone's watching a show every week, that means it's a good show it's in, good. Some, in, in some way. In some way. Um, I need it to know more about the, the most, experience. Oh, it was the so most. They were nice, but what else? Everyone, Michael Patrick King and Cynthia Nixon were in the room because Cynthia Nixon was directing the episode. They were incredibly nice. It was on the soundstage where all of the apartments <gasps> are. Did you see the other apartment? So I could see, I could see two of the other apartments. How dare they build Che's apartment on the same stage? 
or Carrie's apartment. That's just how filming works. <laughs> it's just not fair. <laughs> but it was like, and I saw Sarah, Je- I didn't talk to Sarah Jessica Parker, but I saw Sarah Jessica Parker on set and I saw Seema on set, Sarita Chowdhury. Oh, she's and, great. Um, yes. The only person I didn't see, well, I didn't see, I didn't see Naya LTW or Kristen Davis, but I saw everyone else and it was amazing. Did it, did it feel like... I don't know. Like, did you feel like you were in it felt like Sex I had and the City or was, did it feel like a different show? No, it felt like Sex and the City. Like, really? it did, Well, yeah, because like Sarah Jessica Parker was there like reading a script. Like right. it was, and it was like in the same studio where they filmed Sex and the City. Right. It felt like, I describe it as it felt like I won a sweepstakes to be like, I get a backstage tour and then like have a background role. Like, I feel like you won the lottery. Yeah, it's 100%. Like 2023 pop culture. I didn't realize I won the lottery until that they were like, actually, Jake, you're going to smoke Chase Bong. And I was like, well, that's the lottery. Like, <laughs> That's a real privilege is that I get to smoke Chase Bong. <laughs> Wait, I really didn't tell you. <laughs> you didn't Wait, say this is word. what's crazy to me is that people keep on, like, the number of people who have been like, oh my God, Jake, I saw you. And it's like, I'm in the background. Like, how did you notice me? Like, I didn't notice the first viewing. I just uh, wasn't paying that close Wait, no, attention. I don't think you should. The point is that the you should. The point is notice. that you're not looking at these people. But then I saw it on somebody's story uh, and I go, oh my God. And I rewind. <laughs> I, I hadn't finished the episode yet. I think I had, like, I was cat sitting at the time, so I watched it on my neighbor's big TV with uh-huh. their very skittish cat. And the way, like, the entire energy of the room shifted <laughs> when I realized this, like, the cat ran away into the other room. Like, I couldn't. Amazing. I couldn't deal. I, you don't understand. Che Diaz is, like, <laughs> the biggest running joke of my friend group of everyone. And that's not just me. It's just, like, a 2021 <laughs> to 2023 huge pop culture icon. Yes. They are a figure. Yeah. Sarah Ramirez is so nice. The next night, me and Jess, who's also in that scene, had a stand-up show, and Sarah Ramirez came. <gasps> That's really nice. Yeah. Oh, my God. They're really, really nice. You told them at the taping that it was I think be- Jess told them about it, because it was like Jess's show that I was on. Yeah. I just can't believe it. It was a very fun day. It was a really, really fun day. How are you? I just can't believe I'm sitting next to you right now. Stop. <laughs> this is stupid. Believe it. We have to make a podcast. You need to get over this. I could like it took me so long to like to settle, (laughs) and I knew I couldn't like confront you about it because I wanted to do it on the podcast. So it just I really like couldn't deal. But anyway, what's going on with me? I don't know. I have a concussion. That's it. Yeah, you walked into an AC unit cage. I did walk into an AC unit. Um, and I that's what you feel a little said, disoriented. When you said that, that's what happened. I love that this is the concussion episode, and that. (laughs) But I think. I, it's funny because you don't hear about that injury that often for that. Like you hear about like, cause like the classic is the great, right? Falling down like the, da- the door grates. Has that ever happened to anybody? You know, I once saw a girl. It was actually crazy. I once saw a girl like, okay. So the doors were open, right? And she fell and landed on the door. And so <gasps> her head, like she was like folded over the door and then like, her head was down towards the stairs and her legs were like still on the sidewalk. And then like someone came and like lifted her off and she was just like holding her Why stomach. I and I was like, my vagina like this. It like, didn't I'm- touch her vagina. Her <laughs> vagina wasn't involved. But <laughs> <laughs> when you said split like over the door, I was thinking, do you know what I mean? Yeah, but that's not what happened. That's like my biggest fear is something like cutting me. Did in you the see middle. that video that was going on TikTok of the girl, the dancer, the girl who fell on the chair during like the contemporary number? No, <laughs> it's unreal. I like I don't I don't know why it's such a thing. Like men getting hit in the balls is like such a hard thing to even like look at. Like it's so painful for them. Imagine something like splitting you in the vagina. No, I think yes. No, I get what you're saying. I think the thing is because the balls are external. There's like a thing where they could like actually get crushed. Do you know right, what I mean? I understand. That which is like truly hard. It doesn't really of. hurt that bad. 
um, I heard it like hurts in your stomach or something. Right? Yeah, it like radiates into your stomach in this way that like nothing else really does. Oh. It feels, yeah. Oh, gross. I wonder if it's the same muscles that like for women are birthing contractions. I don't think it's the same. No, I'm not saying it's the same pain, but like the same <laughs> no, muscles. No, not the same pain. No, I don't think it's, I don't. Because isn't that where like contractions happen, like your stomach? Um, like I'm going to ask you the wrong your... girl. I have no idea. I'll let you know. <laughs> you've, you've we should a... <laughs> ask Lindsay Metzlar. She's going to have a baby. Who is that? Uh, we met at Acme Host. Oh, nice. It was just at top of brain right now. Congrats. Okay, gorge. Congrats on your baby. <laughs> what um, else are we saying? Um, wait, okay. You're good. You have a concussion. Yes, yes, I'm good. Okay, so tell me about everything <laughs> this be the whole episode? I'm good. I went on vacation. I'm going back on vacation. So I'm, I was gone for a week in Provincetown. I'm going to Provincetown again on Sunday, and then I'm in Provincetown for a week, and then I go to my family vacation in New Hampshire at a lake house. You have Wait, that's so cool. It's like Grown Ups, like the Adam Sandler movie. Oh, yeah. Or like Cheaper by the Dozen, too. Yeah. I love any type of movie with, with like a lake house. Oh, sure. Like I'm excited. Those 2000s, like big family white yeah. people. Big family trips fun. are always very like, <laughs> big family trips are always Stupid like, movies. Rah! but like, it'll be fun. It's cute. Um, oh, wait, you have to tell them, sorry, it's a concussion. What is the reason that you're going back to Provincetown? So my roommates love Provincetown. They like have lived there full time before. I, I had never been. But it's like their second home. Like they really love it. Right. And so they had booked this week that we're going coming up. They had booked a house. And then like a month or two ago, their friends were like, hey, we booked a house, but we a work thing came up and we can't go. Do you want to like buy the house off of us? Because it's like really hard to get houses. Okay. So like they were like, do you want to take this house? So we were like, oh, yeah. Like they were like, oh, yeah, perfect. Like a second week. Got it. So like we're, this was like last week was like the bonus week. And now this is the week that has been like planned all year to go. Oh, I understand. And I was originally not included in that because I didn't really know my roommates because I didn't live with them yet. Or I knew them, but we weren't close. Right. We've gotten very, very close. Someone dropped out of the house. I'm taking their slot. It has all worked out very beautifully for me personally. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. But do you think that the stars are going to align and like something is going to happen if you go back? Like finding a husband? Yeah. <laughs> like, you know. I don't. Well, it's interesting because it's like. In terms of, like, compare, like, something continued from last week? Yeah. Well, it's, like, it's a vacation town, so it's, like, the whole town turns over every every week. Do you know what I mean? So it's, like, yeah. the people who are all there. Except well, for, like, I'm not the saying you're going to go back and meet the same person, but I'm saying there's a reason you're going back. And oh. it's not just about the convenience. It's the no, stars. No, it's an incredible place. Like, it's an incredible place. It was, I had so much fun every single day. I loved it. Right, but. The, and then. There's something about the stars, right? You were, you were saying? Oh, astrology. Sorry. I thought you were just saying like the stars aligned. I didn't realize. Yeah. There's like, well, yeah. no. That, okay. Sorry. Now Your astrologer I understand. told you to go back. Not no? my. Yeah. Essentially. No, it's just that like basically I can't remember which of the transits it is, but basically a big part of my astrology right now is that like this summer I'm supposed to be very much leaning into like hedonism and luxury and pleasure. Cool. That's supposed to be kind of like my journey this summer. What a nice and little thing sort of, to learn. And it sort of like has been kind of because like. I, like, have been living with these wonderful roommates that are, like, really, really fun. And, like, one of my roommates is a chef. And we make really gorgeous meals. And we, like, sit in the backyard. Right. And then, like, I'm single for the first time in a long time. Well, now right. it's been, like, almost a year. But, like, I'm single. and for the This is the first summer I've been single in, like, right. whatever, like, six years, seven years. And, like, the strikes are happening. So, like, my career is a little bit paused. So, like, it's, like, yeah, I'll take three weeks of vacation. Like, I don't right, – I'm not missing right. anything. The luxury so stars it, are lighting. It has kind of, like, all just lined up. And so I'm trying to – and I've also just been so – like, I feel like a big thing for me this whole year has been, like, for the – since I moved to New York nine years ago, my entire life has been, like, career, 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 right, career. Right. And then 
this year. It's like I have a career now and I'm things are happening and it's like slowly but steadily things grow and right. I'm like excited about it. But it's like this year has kind of felt like, oh, like now I do have time to like live a little bit more slowly and like mm. luxuriously and mm -hmm. like maybe this will be forever. Maybe it won't. And so I really just want to enjoy it. And like, right. so I'm really trying to lean into that and like shirk the Catholic guilt, guilt of being afraid that like, because I'm being like, not like lazy. Cause I am like doing stuff and I am still like writing a lot and creating stuff and like making videos, but like mostly a lot of it's just like for myself, but like right. I'm enjoying, I'm really enjoying like, yeah, like going out a bunch and like going on these trips and like, right. It, it's just been really nice. Do you have a Catholic guilt that makes you feel like having fun is like bad? I have like a constant fear of like punishment. This has been, right. Did I tell you about how I had a psychic reading about this? No. I had like a psychic reading that like absolutely put me on the floor sobbing. And it was <gasps> like, yeah, yeah, I need to go to this person. Do you, but you don't, are you into that shit? Yes, for sure. Oh my God, wait, I'll refer you. She'll change your life. Is it like a psychic medium or a psychic, like a future teller? <sighs> it's not future and it's not, it's like. I don't want to know about the future. It's not about the future. I want to know about me yeah this is what that's what it yeah, is that's okay. what it is it's it's talking to like your guides oh i see i understand yeah, that's like that's like her modality i guess okay but like that it was like i have such a i've always had such a fear of like consequences and punishments like mm -hmm. if you don't do this now like this will happen like you'll this will happen later if you do do this now like this will happen and like it's like i have i think it's like a fear of punishment and also a fear of regret i see like a fear of like not doing something and then being you know what i mean i think it's like it's like Catholic, but it's also like, I think from childhood of like, you need to get good grades now so that you have, a th you know, like right. all of that. And not that I was even like that much of a grades person, but just like that sort of like making sure that you're not like closing off doors to yourself right. and making sure that you're doing everything you possibly can all the time. Right. And at some point, maybe because it's like I'm a little bit older now, it's like, oh, like, but what are you, what point in your life are you doing that for? Right. Do you know what I mean? Because if you're constantly making sure that everything's, you're working so hard that everything's good later, it's like, okay, but like, what about making my life good now, you right, know? And right. so, and also as you like get to know more people and see more people who have been successful, realizing like, oh, like that isn't constantly grinding, constantly like doing like all of like the suffering now for right. like the betterment of the future. It's like those people aren't actually, there, there are plenty of penny, plenty of successful people who have like really lovely lives. Right. And know? also like success doesn't necessarily mean happiness. Exactly. That's like a lesson that I, yeah. but that's a lesson that will never get in my head. Like people could tell me, you, the what do we hear from every single successful person rich person anybody who's achieved anything is like they'll tell you don't do this to chase feeling complete feeling happy well totally you will not feel complete but it's, it's also like what are you doing it for because it's like what are like i think with you and me it's like we want success because there are things we want to do like i want to be in movies i want to be on tv right. not because of the status but i want the experience i love acting right, right? and like you want your like tv show where you do commentary or like you like you are funny yeah. you're making like because like you love doing that and then like, and getting to do that will, there will right. be a level of fulfillment to that, but it's not the only thing. To me, it's like people can tell me a zillion times like, oh, you know, winning this award will not bring you joy or fill the holes in your heart and blah, blah, blah. And I will like never learn that. Totally. Like I will always be like, okay, but once I do that, I'll be happy. <laughs> no, I know I what you mean. I know what you mean. I, and that's just a thing that will never like. Well, wait, here's a question because I feel like I'm similarly. Is it then I'll be happy or then I won't have the fear of not doing it. Do yes, you know and I mean? that equals happiness. But to, those to are different. To cross though. that off, no. But I don't care. Like you'll never convince me that they're different. Like I, and I know that they're different. Ooh. But like I, I will not live as though they are different. 
No, I know. It's but like I guess too my- much of an inconvenience to like shift my entire perception and like way of life. Like I have to just believe that I'll be happy once I reach these things and sure. cross them off the list. I get what you're saying because it's like the big like we both have that fear of like looking back on your life and being like, I didn't do that. I didn't. I do didn't it, get yeah. that. And it's like there's a peace in that and there's a pride in doing it. But then happiness is something different. And I don't think. I don't think you have to stop wanting those things to acknowledge that they're two different things. Like, I don't think you have to change your perspective. Do you know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yes, but also I feel that nothing, I do feel that happiness and that, like, they coincide. Like, there's no, I don't know what they're happiness entangled. would be at, outside of that, really. Okay. Like, I just don't, I think even I've, if I'm happy and it's completely unrelated to, like, achievement or work or, or whatever, self-fulfillment yeah. like, of my potential or whatever mm-hmm. this is, even just like chill happiness, like luxuriating, going on a vacation, yeah. being with my friends and family. I can enjoy that. But what's sad about that is that always in the back of my mind, and now we're going full circle with the conversation, there will always be a, I should be working towards that. I will not. I cannot relax until Right. And that's what I'm saying is, and like, I think that in the past like two years has been a lesson I've been right, le- really right. learning you need is to, like, the, relax se- outside of that. the separation of those. Because as you get, as like your creativity becomes more and more of your job, there has to be happiness outside of that or else like you can't be creative, you know? I'm learning that lesson the hard it's, way. Well, I learned it the hard way. I'm learning it the hard way too. Yeah. You as know? soon as this became like, I think I'm hitting that wall of my, I don't know. I, I Maybe the concussion is like making me um, contemplate, but I had some serious existential crises like while I was, had, had the ice pack on my head and was like coming to <laughs> like in my apartment yeah I was like starting to think about like as as we all know I'm talking to a man who lives on a boat we're still talking to him we're still talking okay, to him cool. yeah it's been a minute and um it's great but I'm like you know and he has he has goals and things and he's he's pursuing whatever he's yeah. pursuing on the boat but like he's like also living on a boat yeah. I and mean, sort of leaving certain things behind and being okay with the fact that like I am pursuing my passion, but it's in this concentrated area. Like it's, it's, do you know what I'm saying? Yes, yes, It's yes. not to, what he does is important and wonderful, but it's like, he's happy yes. pursuing it on this boat. Yes. He doesn't need to like go win a Grammy. Like he wants to just like do this on the boat. Right. For now. And to me, that's like such a freeing thought of like, if I wasn't like obsessed with, proving myself yeah i would like go and just like i don't know maybe i'd do stand up on a boat like i just like laugh and whatever but no 100%. i like i can't you know what i mean yes. I'm, I'm afraid it sounds like i'm putting him down and i'm not but like no i know exactly what you mean is like it's like he's content in his like skill level and his achievement and is living a lovely life doing what he loves like which a beautiful is life incredible free and of you and i have the sickness himself. you and i have the sickness of like i have to prove that i'm the best at it that i'm incredible that yes. I'm, and it's like that it, that is a prison right i can't just like be impressive to this group of people in the middle of the ocean i that. like it's also funny though because you like forget we need to answer questions in a second but it's like i thought about this i was like i was like riding my bike and realized like because I was feeling a little bit stuck and I, it's like you re-realize, this is like so saccharine and embarrassing, but it's like you re-realize like things that you've already known. Like I was like, oh, I haven't made a video in a second because I haven't, I forgot that I'm supposed to be making things that I think are funny. Right. Like I got into my headspace of like, what is funny and not being like, what do I know is funny? Right. And like, it's just little things like that. You know what I mean? Like doing things for yourself and not like being like, this Ever external. since like, I don't know, Reddit started existing in my peripheral. Like it became yeah. a thing in my head and like all these other things, like like ever since I developed an audience that 
is loud enough to kind of take me off the internet. Yeah. If they wanted to. Totally. I have completely shifted my creative, my creativity lies in like, what do they want versus what do I want? That's, you have and to let that go. I need to let it go because also like now It'll I can't make anything. Yeah, you can't make anything. Like, it can't, it, I really can't they make will, anything. And that's how they win. And they're never going to be perfectly happy with anything. No, everyone has haters. Yeah, I know. Everyone has haters. And so it's like. But the thing is, like, that's how I kind of got big was being like, fuck the haters. Like, I'm a hater. I don't care what you think. But the thing is, when I was doing that and just being true to myself, I didn't have any haters. And now it's like. Yeah. You get bigger and you always have a couple. But, like, I have more now than I did then because I've censored myself more. You yeah. know what I mean? Yes. Like I've I've betrayed my Well, own. because you can see they if people can see that there's like a a foothold or like a yeah. fingerhold to like affect you, they're going to keep going. Right. Like they're they know that I'm afraid of like ever I don't know, offending or or being yeah. or just like being misinterpreted. I'm not as I'm not very afraid of offending because I don't have offensive things to say, but I'm deeply afraid of like being misinterpreted and being offensive on accident. Yeah, I mean accidentally knowing. hurt. We talked about this in another episode. Like yeah. accidentally hurting someone is like a nightmare. Yeah. So, I don't know. I just um, I just would like to be happy once. That would be great. <laughs> oh, a funny thing happened to me. Do you remember that locksmith? Wait, You're not I need on to get mic. Sorry. <laughs> oh, a funny thing happened to me. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember that locksmith that, of course. Um, that I like of course. flirted with? We ended up like losing touch, but I ran into him last night again while I was walking back to my apartment from 7-Eleven at three in the morning with a Slim Jim and a Slurpee. Oh, good 7-Eleven buy. Good 7-Eleven buy. Everyone, everyone comment on the episode reviews with your 7-Eleven buy. But anyways, like what do you get in- Fountain Diet Coke and a beef jerky. Good for you. And unless I'm in a sweet mood and then it's um, Sweetheart Ropes and a Fountain Diet Coke. I love Nerds Ropes. Well, no, if you like Nerds Ropes, are you fucking with the Nerds Gummy nerds, Clusters? Here's the problem with those. No, they don't taste like a nerd's rope. I have them in the airport. Too sweet. I left You're them on the floor of the airport. Crazy. They're the best candy. Do you know what? Do you know what's new one. and should be amazing but sucks? Hmm. The giant nerds, the new giant crunchy chewy nerds. I didn't know those existed. Don't bother. They're one of the worst candies I've ever had. Got and it. I would die for nerd's rope. I love Wonka candy love so much. Sweet tarts, the new chewy sour spree uh, sweet tarts that are just like chewy spree re re, re tooled. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um. Oh, the best. I like Spree. Love Spree. I don't like Skittles, but I um. You don't like Skittles? Okay. No, disgusting. First call. <laughs> and you, okay, so you don't want to hear? Okay. Wait, anyway. no. Oh, you wait. You ran into? Okay, wait. We went on a. I ran into the Israeli locksmith. And. And he was like, "Get in my car." Did you get in my <laughs> I car? Was like, I kind of want to, but I was like, "No, I'm not showered or anything." Like we were fully just flirting. Like it, it was just like a funny little bit. Hey! We were having a whole bit. He was like, "I think you should come." I'm like, "No, I, I don't." I don't want to, but I want to, I'm going to go to sleep and you can text me. Uh, all right. Like, Did he text you? Yeah. He was like, I think you should just go home right now. <laughs> I was like, honestly, but no, I was a good girl. Interesting. Anyway, kind of funny. Hey, um, first of all, I just wanted to say that I love you guys so much and I didn't know that you guys were friends. And when I found out, I followed you like individually and then when I found out that you guys had a podcast, I like freaked out and Aww. started listening to it immediately. Yay. And I'm loving the podcast. Good. Anyways, I wanted to ask you about, I'm going to be a senior in high school next year and I am kind of going through a crisis <laughs> because I don't know whether to go to college in New York or not. And I'm doing a summer program in New York right now. I'm having so much fun, 
my classes are so good and I'm loving the city, but it's also really intense and I get the struggle. So like, I don't know, what are your thoughts about that? And like, is it worth it? It's, I don't know, like since you guys live in New York, I just wanted to ask. Bye, love you guys. Love you too. Love you so much. Wait, it means so much to me thoughts. that a high schooler like thinks I'm I cool. Know. Like, I know. actually, I was like, I was like, ah! okay. I have strong thoughts. My, our little high schooler friend. Who I'm obsessed. We're cool. Wait, I, okay. Just reiterate. I think it is so. It, it it's is so embarrassing cool that, that someone who's 17 thinks we're cool. That's like one of the most validating things that ever happened. It's, it's in my life. the most important compliment. When I could she ever was receive. like, "I'm a senior," and then I went, and then she stayed in high school. I was like. <gasps> You liked us, and and you liked us separately. It's not like she was like a fan of yours, and then she found me. She liked us both. I know someone who never like watched Buzzfeed videos likes me. Oh my god, <laughs> that's huge. Um. Okay. Wait. Wait. What is cool for a seventeen-year-old right now? Well, we can't get into this because then okay. we'll lose all credibility. Um, um. Okay. Wait. Wait. I have a strong thought. I have a million thoughts, but you go first. Don't. Don't go to college in New York. Like, I, I okay. really don't think that you should. Okay. I, I have this thought all the time, and we might disagree. This is my opinion, but I feel very strongly about it, so let me tell you. I have lived in New York now for two years as, as someone in their early 20s who is financially independent. It's difficult, um, even when you have some money, even when you have, like, only yourself to worry about when you're yeah. living alone. It's a very hard place to live, and I often, like, I love it, but I'm like, shit, why did I live here? Like, it's you're going to have those thoughts all the time. The weather's awful. It's a big struggle. It's just really hard. And being in college is one of the only times in your life. I won't assume your situation, but I'm going to um, talk to you as though you have had my situation. I'm just, I don't know. I guess that's the right way to frame it. I was lucky in that in college, my parents were covering my basic living. Like they were covering yeah. my food expenses and my my rent and things. And the only things I really had to worry about were like making a little spending money and doing and passing my classes. And that's a time to kind of like luxuriate in that yeah. era. Like be like enjoy the fact that you only have to worry about those things. And you have the rest of your life to struggle in New York. When you're supposed, it's like mm -hmm. the one time in your life that you don't have to, you can just like be an adult, but not have to worry about adult yeah. things is what I'm trying to say. Don't spend that time struggling when you don't need to. Yeah. Like don't, don't add extra struggle to what should be a really fun and easy time for you to figure yourself out. Or college might be hard, in which case don't make it be hard in New York. Okay. Go to like a campus. Okay. I have, I don't necessarily disagree with you, but I do have like caveats and other thoughts. Okay. okay. I moved to New York when I was. 21 right after I graduated college. So same. And yeah. And when I did, I, I met a lot of people who had gone to college here who were finishing up that were my same age who were completely burnt down on New York. They were yeah. like, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. And I think that was from moving here at 18, 17 or whatever, going to college here being, it was really intense. It was really a, a lot. And then they were burnt out and they're, they've never come back, you know? Right. I think that's sad because like, I think moving here at 21, I was able to like, I was a little bit more prepped right. and it was still super fucking hard. But like, I've been here nine years now. It's like very, very much my home. And I'm very thankful for that. I will say a couple things. I also know plenty of people who did go to college here and are still here and love it. Like it worked. And yeah. if you are- But they're crazy. Not, but the thing is not necessarily, like I know some normal people that went to college really? here. Really? Yes. NYU kids are crazy. There's other colleges. Okay, yeah, sure, you're But right. also, 
as like if if I don't know what you want to do like with your life, like what your goals are, what you're like wanting to do in college. If you are wanting to like work in the entertainment industry, especially like as talent, the jumpstart that the kids who went to NYU have is crazy. Like the network they have of people they know from starting four years earlier, like you can like I can it is I I do think that like they all made a very wise decision for their careers. A lot of them are like much farther ahead and very 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 successful, and I think that's because they were here four years earlier working and like meeting people, building community, building networks. And I do think that that is I don't I wouldn't I don't want to lie and say that that's not a thing, you know? Right. If you are like wanting to go to college just to like have the college experience and figure out what you want to do with your life. I don't think New York is going to be the easiest place to do that. And that's probably then it's not maybe the best fit. And like, I agree with Talia, like go somewhere that's a little bit more livable and have a new experience because New York will be here when you're done with college to move here and like have your twenties here, which is an amazing experience in and of itself. But, and this is the last thing. If you're like trying to decide whether or not to go to college in New York, but there's no other place or college you're excited about. Don't go to a college that you're not excited about because you're nervous about going to college in New York because I yeah, do think course. you won't like it. Of course. Those are my thoughts. Yeah, I just think that speaking as two people who like I, I feel that I moved here and was set up pretty nicely. Like it, it's I have a pretty good situation yeah, you, as yeah, far yeah. as like young girls as adults in New York go. And it's still hard. And it's only fun because I have a little money and a little free time. Like, you know what I yes. mean? I don't know if I would like I just you have to really like it here. I think yeah. and like I don't know if college is the right time to figure that out. You have the rest of your life to decide if no, you like totally. New York. And I think that it's just more fun to live here when you have your own money and you have And freshman year of college is hard. It's hard regardless. in itself. Yeah, like, there's like their own set of challenges and identity identity crises that come along with it. Right. Yeah. And I just think that the whole the NYU thing and the networking thing, I don't know. I think I yes, you're absolutely right. If you want to be in entertainment, it depends though. If you want to be talent, I think that's really it. Or like that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I just think that it's not going to put you ahead that much. Like, it's not worth like compromising. Sure. Your your four years of college. Well, to, also, like, you're not going to be successful within it if you're miserable. But like, you might not be. I don't know. Right. I just I, feel overall, that you, I agree with you. I just walking around here as a person who really valued their college experience, being like, I really enjoyed getting to know myself in such a controlled environment that was like a campus and I had, it was all young people around me, but I could go into the city if I wanted to. It wasn't so sheltered. I would never recommend like a USC situation. I hate that where it's like gated off and it's all 18 to 22 year olds. And then you walk outside and there's like nobody there. I just like, I don't. Yeah. I think also part of this is that you and I, like we, you enjoyed your college experience significantly more than I did. Yes, exactly. And I think that's also part of why. I just think you should like give yourself a chance to enjoy the college yeah. experience before you're like, a lot of people are like, oh my God, I love New York. And it's like, New York will be there. New York will no, always totally. be there 100%. and you can always come back. Be And I think that speaking as a person who is set up nicely as an adult, come here as an adult, it's a lot better than being a broke college student. Yeah. You know what I mean? And totally. living off of your parents' money. Totally. Next question. <laughs> I can't believe you guys just come here for my singing. Okay, ready? Yes. Hi, this is Cameron, and I'm calling in to leave some tea for basic training. Uh, Leave some tea? I already told you my name, but I guess we'll just go with code names for this. But I just found out that my girlfriend of three years was planning on um, leaving me due to some dudes that she met at Flag Football. And the reason I found out was she actually got hacked. 
uh, from like a Facebook marketplace deal. I don't know. But the hacker decided that he wanted to be bushy, wanted to be ethical, and send me all of the transcripts of her text messages. And long story short, found out that she was planning on leaving me, is including all of her friends, and trying to figure out what she should do. Uh, and they also sent me the transcripts of said messages going on between her and Love Interest 1 and or 2. <gasps> not sure what to do. Uh, not sure how to call her out, if I should even call her out. Uh, don't know if I should leave or just pretend like it never happened. Not sure what to do here. So might be of interest for you guys to digest. But, uh, yeah, thanks. Looking forward to maybe hearing it. I'm pretty sure I made a cameo for this guy because I remember this situation. Okay. Very nice guy. Great guy. I'm obsessed um, with a hacker who's like, I'm going to steal this person's social security number, but <laughs> but I want to let, you know, let you know that you are getting, you are about to get dumped in a brutal way. And that, She's conferencing with all of her friends and has two side pieces. Okay, so here's the thing. She's wrong for the side pieces, but she's not wrong for like conferencing with her friends. You can't get mad at her for like No, you can't get mad at someone for confiding in no, some no, no, their friends not. about your relationship. So you can't if you're gonna if you're gonna confront at all, you can't be like, and you're talking to your friends about me, because then you lose all credibility. She's allowed to talk to her friends about you. The cheating on you is the problem, okay? But like well, it also depends the context of how long and how cruel the talking if like like there there are words worlds in which I think the the conversation that between the friends could be hurtful. Yes, of course. But it's more like from it's not any what I wrong. gather, it's no, like totally. she's talking to her friends about like how do I dump him? I'm like ready to go. And it's like she's not wrong for saying that. No, totally, well. totally, totally. So just be careful about that. But that's the only thing that I would say, like hold off on. Oh. I'm I just know <sighs> I don't, I, I'm trying not to say this in a way that offends anyone I grew up with. I <laughs> am very good at eliminating the one thing that will make my argument weaker if I bring it up. Like, I oh, know what totally. people will That's attack. No, and just knowing, like, she will go after, like, I'm allowed to tell my friends anything they want, and then you'll lose everything. So just don't say that part. Yeah. But that out of the way. I always, my dream, my dream is to find out that I'm being cheated on, right? And to do this. I really want to like pack up all my shit and leave and block them on everything and never, like they never, I never say anything. Like oh, they never okay. hear That's me. not how I would do it. Like completely disappear. Yeah. I, I think confusion is like the most mind fuck thing you can ever do. Yeah. The, I mean, sure. But we've talked about this where like, I do want to, like, one, I think it, it sounded like there was like a slight chance you were like, should I pretend this never happened? It's like, no, you have to, this happened. Yeah. You're done with her. Yeah. You are breaking up. I think the gift of this is you get to go and say, hey, you were hacked and the hacker sent me everything. I know about your two flag football friends. I've seen the conversations with your friends. We are broken up. Have a nice life. It's been a good three years. Like, I think I would just be like, there's no conversation. I've seen everything. I've had the conversation. No, with your you chats. have to make it more fun. Like the whole That's thing fun. is so fun because he it's a hacker. Like, what's a clever way that they could do this? You have to like have the hacker hack something else. I love that the hacker was like like such a nice hacker. You have to be friends with the hacker. Get her social security number, no, get all her financials. No, no, don't do then, this. This is a crime. Then, this is illegal. And then Get all her financial information and spend a bunch of money under her name. Like you like, want to put her in debt? Yeah, that's crazy. And go out to dinner with the hacker. Get like a super fancy dinner. Like I think Carbone. <laughs> Ew, no, not Carbone. <laughs> I think you just need to send. I think you could. I I think you should do it in person because I think it will be very satisfying. If you want to add some dr dramatic flair, print everything off, 
hand over, hand over a file and say, these were sent to me by a hacker who was trying to steal your information and they realized that you were cheating on me. The only thing that you run the risk of is I believe him, but it is an unbelievable story. If like, if from her POV, if he comes up and is like, here's everything a hacker sent me, she's like, you hacked me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so just print out, again, you have to find the thing that she's going to attack. So print out every single receipt. Like print out everything yeah, no, that totally, the hacker totally, said. Totally. But I think what's even more dramatic than handing it over, like Miranda from uh, Devil Wars Prada style. Like, No, you don't do that. You just put it like on a bed, a stripped bed with all your stuff packed up and gone. You're you're five hours away by the time she gets there and she just sees a folder full of all this stuff and you're gone and she can't contact you and she can't say anything. She doesn't get to have the last word. I just think I that in this situation, fine. you confront and you're going to get in a fight and you're going to walk away and she's going to yeah. make points. You don't want her to make points. No, but you could, I think there's a world, I want to see the reaction. I want to tell them and when they when they try to say anything, say, oh no, 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 no conversation. Set I up a baby a, a babysitter camera. Set up a baby camera. Okay, I think we're just going to agree to disagree on this, like <laughs> because I don't, I, I just disagree with you that I want to, I want to have an in-person reaction. I just think it's like so dramatic to leave the folder on the table with all the receipts and then get out. It's of very it. end of cruel intentions. I get that. I love it. Oh okay. my god, didn't they make a new? No, it's not cruel intentions. What am I thinking of? Completely different movie. Cruel intentions with the with the little necklace with the cocaine in it. Yeah, exactly. So good. Um, I would say, yeah, you have to leave her. I think you have the luxury of making it a little bit dramatic. Um, don't be cruel because this is embarrassing enough for like, you'll lose your credibility. Like you have the luxury of like dramatically leaving her in a powerful way with, and being on the, the right side. So don't take that power for granted right. and don't like be too fucked up about it and don't, and you're right. Don't come for her. Just for cover her all your bases. Cover your bases that you say to be the one in the right and yeah. just, um, leave her. The worst um, is when, like, you know, you're she's way more in the wrong, but she finds like two things that you said wrong. Like, you stoop a little too low because you're angry, as in, like, with the friends. Thing. 100%. And then you like, have to walk away having felt like it was a both of you did something wrong and you had an actual civilized argument. Yeah. Whereas, like, I also think you can tell not, a lot of people about this. I think it's funny to tell a lot of people. Uh, yeah. I think you should, like, make a video about it. I would make a video about it. Can you get mm, No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. You can't. So I wouldn't make a video about it because I wouldn't. But like you could. I think it'd be funny to like show your friends. And like Someone threatened to sue me over uh, a TikTok. Really? This week. Yeah. What so I've say? been thinking a lot about. I did a lot of research on like, can you get sued for like talking about exes or whatever on your TikTok? So you can't get. So like defamation. Mm -hmm. You can't defame someone with the truth. Right. Exactly. So like if you pr prove that what you said is true, it's like not defamation. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. I, and it's not, that wasn't what I got. I don't have anything like that. Okay. That's like defamation. But I, um, I screen record somebody, people always like make videos in response to me. Like they get worked up. Clearly men get worked oh. up. They make videos. They tag me in them. They stitch me with it. They have all their little friends comment and tag me and then they get surprised when I see it. Right. So like every single time now that somebody like makes a video in response to me. Right. I save the video immediately, the entire thing, because so whatever I like, like it to let them know that I saw it, it goes away in yeah, two seconds. Course. So I saved this one video that was like deeply misogynistic, vile, awful, violent, and homophobic. And Slay. I reposted it on my account. And I was like, hey guys, I think that this video deserves to live forever. So I just want it to be out there. I just want it to be out there. And I reposted his entire video in full with no like edits, no commentary. I just was like, it speaks for itself. It just, if you're yeah, gonna yeah. post it, it stays up. This guy has been like emailing me, threatening to sue me 
In his words, his... I'm going to take you to the courts. <laughs> yeah, you're good, babe. He's not. <laughs> like, he's not taking no, you to no, court. No, no, no. I respond. I'm like, you can't sue me for posting your entire video. Yeah, that TikTok. There's owns, no you edits. Yeah. TikTok owns it. First of all, yeah. There are no edits to the video. It's a two minute forty eight second video, and I posted a two minute forty eight second video. I love that. With it, what are you saying? No, I edited 100%. your. So you edited me to sound hateful and ignorant. I'm like, no. That's <laughs> you so funny. To sound that so, way. Oh my god. To like to comment that someone to come to say that about a video that's unedited. Be like, you edited me to look hateful. It's like no. You no. That's so funny. I sent him back the video. I was like, here is your original video that I have a copy of. That's incredible. Here it is. He's so stressed. Okay. One last one last call for the episode. Okay. Hi. Uh, this is Nico. Hi, Nico. Uh, and I just have a question primarily for Jake. Um, for once. So I am pansexual. <laughs> and I told my mother this fact. And she said no. I had come out to her two years previously. And I don't really know how to get the point across. Hey, mom, I have sexual desires for people that aren't just women. Um, so without like telling her, Hey mom, I have sucked it, you know, like, um, <laughs> so that's kind of like where I'm at. Uh, do you have any advice for just like kind of convincing her in that way? If she could be convinced, she kind of just doesn't believe me. I don't know. Sorry if there's animals in the background. I'm at my dad's farm right now. Anyway, bye. Thank you. Okay. Farm Shout boy. out to your dad's farm. Um, um, well, that's it's funny have... that he's did. I wonder if he has heard me say that before because I always say that like the thing that sucks about coming out to your parents is that you have to tell them that you want to suck dick. Like that is <laughs> like that's like the thing that sucks about coming out is that you're telling your parents that you have sexual desires. Like right. that is like embarrassing. Right. Like, I remember feeling that way when I was a teenager. Um, I don't like it's hard because my parents did not. They believed me the second I told them. Um, it's so pretty I, believable. Yeah, it's pretty believable. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't. I can't like put myself in the shoes of like what that's like to have someone say no. I've had friends that that's happened to where they like came out and people like, like literally didn't believe them because they're so like straight presenting. Right. But I mean, it's hard because yeah, shy of you explicitly being like, "Mom, I have had sex with men," or like, "I've had sexual encounters with men." Like, I don't know how to prove it to her. But I guess the th the only thing you can control is I guess my what I'm curious about is like. Why do you, what is it important about, how do I word this? What is important to you that like she knows and sees? Like, is it important to you that when you have a relationship, she like sees it? Do you want her to just like understand this side of you? Because I think that is how you need to come at her with it. Like, hey mom, like I know you keep saying no, that this isn't true. And that makes me really sad because this is a big part of my life that you're like negating and it's creating distance between us like on sure. my end. Like I think that's how you have to approach it because like there's a clearly a reason you want her to like know about this part of your life mm -hmm. and she's not getting that. Right. And there is unfortunately the risk that she's not going to and this is going to create distance but that's like her loss and then the challenge for you becomes like accepting that even though it fucking sucks, you know? Because you can't control what, you can't control what she does and you can't, convince her you know like um but you can try to come at her with as much like empathy and as much patience as you can which you frankly don't deserve or you don't owe her like that's a lot of labor mm -hmm. and like that's a lot of energy for you to come at her with so that's like a very loving thing to do to give her that extra effort to see if you can like bring her over to like get this thing but yeah think about why is it important that to you that she knows this about you and then present that to her Hey, like, this is, 
I think I might want to like date a man one day. I want to be able to talk to you about my relationships. I just want you to know more fully about my life and who I am. Like whatever it is, come at her with that. Cause just saying like, I'm pansexual. I could understand how that like loose fact would be easy for her to like, just be like, nope, putting that in the, in the trash folder. Right. But like if there's more context and more emotion put into it, it would take more effort for her to ignore it. And then you can kind of like really assess where she's at with all of it. I think that was a beautiful response. Gorge. What can I even add? I mean, can't I'm, really. Yeah. Hashtag can't really. <laughs> <laughs> Good um, luck. Perfect. I mean, Good that, luck. Ha- have fun on the farm. Wait, I love that you're on a farm. Do you have any little piggies? Little I heard ducklings? chickens. <laughs> um yeah Yeah, those were great calls this week yeah great calls okay we're gonna go eat lunch (sighs) i guess we're gonna go eat lunch i'm gonna go check on talia's i'm gonna go check on talia's concussion yeah i should be icing this yeah you probably should be icing it um make sure okay if i'm not here by the time we get back um i hemorrhaged or whatever (laughs) no you didn't hemorrhage um this has been Basic Training. I'm Jake. I'm Talia, and we love you, and thank you so much for calling. Remember, you can call us and ask questions at 929-269-4960 oh. and ask questions about anything. We will answer them. You'll hear yourself on the podcast. We love it, as you can tell. You can also call in and tell me what to do about my head. Yeah, medical advice is always welcome. Bye. Bye.